Vasudevan is making huge strides in the finance sector. His company gets called the International Finance Corporation, who invited Vasudevan to speak. The company is reaching great heights. Welcome to the eighth episode of our podcast, Banker with a Soul. Let me take you to the first international recognition for you when the IFC invited uh, an arm of the World Bank invited you to speak. Uh, it was organizing a conference in Washington and they invited you to speak uh, on how you were able to lower the interest rates of microfinance in India. Uh, tell us about the experience. How did you how did you combine the goals of social development with the company making a profit? How do, how could the two be reconciled? Yeah, so so uh, obviously you need to make profits to sustain and be alive. Uh, mm. But at the same time, the desire from our side was to see how do we do it at a more sustainable manner for the borrowers. Right. And the interest rates in those days, when we started the company, the interest rates used to be anywhere between 35 to 60%. Right. <laughs> that are the interest rates. So we uh, did our own projections, financial projections for a five-year period and uh, tried to project a certain level of growth and also built in certain operating efficiencies uh, into the projections and then said that uh, finally if we can operate at this scale and at this level of efficiency uh, mm. and we still need to make uh, decent returns on the uh, capital then what's the lending rate that we should have and Absolutely. at combo we reached a finally a lending rate of 25.5% uh, including uh, processing phase and right, right. so the first rate that we rolled out was 25 and a half mm-hmm. uh, when the market was between 35 to 60 percent right. and um, also we were the first mfi in the world to disclose our actual reducing balance all inclusive interest rate to the customer by printing it in the loan passbook mm-hmm. and, uh, and a, an organization called mftransparency.org which right right i was just coming to that i think it was in 2009 within a year of starting Equitas, when you received the pleasant surprise uh, uh, by by the way of an email from mftransparency.org. It's, it was, it's an organization set up by Nobel laureate uh, Professor Mohammed Yunus, uh, which declared Equitas as the most transparent MFI globally. Uh, what did it mean for you and the rest of the company? Yeah, so it was really an acknowledgement of what we wanted to do from the beginning which is that uh, the word equitas. Equitas is a Latin word, which means equitable, which means being fair and transparent. So everything that we do in equitas has to be fair and completely transparent. So that's the clear mandate we set from the day one. And so this recognition from M of Transparency was one more confirmation that we were on the right track. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so we just wanted to continue and keep doing more of uh, that so that we... Distinguish and set a, a, a clear benchmark, uh, you know, uh, in, on those parameters. But did this recognition also bring along some criticism? Because there were some people and some points of view that emerged during that time, which said that you were growing, Equitas was growing because you were lending left, right, and center. You were over lending and so on. Uh, how did you respond to this criticism? See, in Tamil Nadu in those days when we started, the, there was not no uh, organized NBFC MFI operating in Tamil Nadu. Mm-hmm. It was largely the small NGO MFIs. And these uh, NGO MFIs typically, they have a problem in raising money from the banks because of various reasons. So their growth was also always very small. Even mm-hmm. though they were operating for years together, they were very small. And mm. when we started, it was a very professional company and uh, we went to a private equity right from day one. 
So we were able to raise a lot of capital and bank loans kept, kept coming. So we were actually growing in Tamil Nadu yeah. much, much faster than the older NGOs. And uh, so we knew that there will be a lot of angst created in their mind about uh, whether we will be taking away their share or we'll be trading on their feet and things like that. Mm. So so I reached out to all the NGO MFIs from day one, trying to you know build a personal relationship with them and wrap up with them to assuage that, you know, we are not here to hurt or harm anybody. And mm. uh, if there's any reason that they felt that they are being hurt by us, then we will definitely take uh, corrective measures so that we don't, our intent is not that, mm. uh, you know. Um, so we did do a lot of activities on that. Uh, right, right. You know, there's one thing, which is that the goal of most of the MFIs in those days, forget today, but in those days, the goal of most MFIs were to help uplift the poor from poverty. That is the That's goal right. of almost all MFIs. But the way they were going about is, there's one more un, unsaid element in that statement, to uplift the poor from poverty yeah. by me. By me, that by yeah. me was an unsaid statement. So, yeah, right. suppose, suppose you come and uplift somebody from poverty, I should still be happy because my mission that's, is so proud. Right. But I'm, but I'm unhappy. Why am I unhappy? Because it's not done by me. That's so, right. That one small unsaid element was very starkly there in everybody's mind. So, we didn't want to trample on anybody. I mean, I don't see if you are helping somebody, I don't have to go and help the same guy. There are so many people who need help. Why, are, why not we go and focus elsewhere? Absolutely. So we tried our best to ensure that we created a you know a harmonious relation. At least I personally traveled all over Tamil Nadu and met every single NGO and uh, created a rapport with them at a personal level. This invitation was one of the first international recognitions of the Equitas model. In the next episode, the MFI firm is on its way to become a bank. <laughs>